following is a paid program on 600 WREC. Good morning. Good morning, Memphis, and welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Our general topic is what's ahead on the real estate and financing trail in 2021, setting the best course. Subscribe to get Real Estate Mortgage Shop podcasts with show notes at jogarner.com. Call us us while we're live today, and uh, that's January 9th, 2021, but Tom... What's going? We don't have any. We don't have any today. phones today, so <laughs> so um, you can try calling, but it won't work. So <laughs> we love you. You'll guys, have to though. listen to us this time. <laughs> we love you guys. I hope you know that our phones are out today, but um, you can text me at nine zero one four eight two zero three five four, and I will try to we'll try to answer your questions. That's four eight two zero three five four. Give me a text. And we will get to your question and uh, cinch up your boot laces and grab your binoculars. Let's scope out the best real estate and financing trail and the fastest course to your desired destination in 2021. We're talking about uh, what's ahead. Tom King of Bill King Appraisal Service will share some of his insights on where we are now and his view on what to expect in the year 2021. I'll be sharing some forecasts from the mortgage industry and ways some of my clients are already getting to their financial destination sooner by restructuring their real estate and their financing. Back in the studio again, we have Tom King, our expert real estate appraiser and an all-around good guy. Tom, during your 40-plus years in the appraisal business, you've seen real estate in good times and bad. You've seen stable markets and some not-so-stable markets. Introduce yourself to our newer listeners and tell us about some of the types of appraisals you do for your clients. All right, Joe, thank you very much. Um, I'm a second generation appraiser, so uh, that's why the company's named Bill King Company. I could not change the name after my father passed away, and uh, I grew up that way. So uh, that's why it's called Bill King Company, and my name is Tom King. Uh-huh. And I do appraisals in Shelby, Tipton, and Fayette County, residential, uh, two to four family of mortgage loan, relocation, and uh, anyone that wants to know what their house is worth, maybe to put on the market or probate, uh, divorce, just about estate, anything like that, estate estate, estate purposes, things like that. I'm, cash I, buyers. You've yeah, helped a lot of cash yeah. buyers. I'm uh, not afraid to go to court. So <laughs> <laughs> if that needs to be done, I don't do it very often. Don't don't have the need to, but uh, hey, I've, I've done it before, so uh, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. But we're, well, we're going to talk about the the upcoming market here shortly. Though. Yes, we are. Well, you know, Tom, back in my earlier years in school, our teacher gave us a report project and we were to uh, we were supposed to interview and ask our parents and our grandparents about the biggest differences in how they grew up compared to our modern ways of life. And I asked them their fondest memories, their direst warnings and their wisdom and motto for life. Oh, it was so much fun for for me and for them. And even after turning in this homework report, I continued seeking out their stories and learning from them. In a nutshell, <laughs> here's how I would sum up what I learned from my parents, my grandparents, some of our older family members. Pay less, save more, earn a lot, and be generous. 
to the core. So I think that pretty oh, much sums really it up. Good. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, as we march into this new year, take some time to explore your options on one of the biggest expenses you have affecting your budget, your mortgage. That's one way to pay less, save more. What if you dropped the rate a full point or more and eliminated some years, several years off your mortgage term? How would that make you feel? Pretty good, wouldn't it? You oh, pat yourself on the back. That's right. And all these people refinancing are lowering their their uh, mortgage loans and uh, their mortgage payments, and that frees up a lot of cash for other things too. It does. It really does. And you know, um, Tom and I have our, our famous magic binoculars up here, and we have been peering into the future with them this morning. Now the lenses are a little foggy on the future side and Tom you need to get get those fixed you know I've been telling you for almost 10 years now but he's always been busy doing appraisals hey, hey if you think that's bad <laughs> you ought to see my crystal ball it doesn't work at all <laughs> no, no that's right well you know uh, here are a few financial forecasts that we've seen we're looking through the magic binoculars this morning you can see a picture of of that um, the binoculars on our uh, podcast and, and blog post on jogarner.com Home sales and new construction look to continue to do very well, especially building uh, going on. Mortgage rates are predicted to remain low, but they may move up and have a little bit this week. Actually, they moved up quite a bit this week uh, because of some uncertainty in the market. And today is January 9, 2021. Um, but also, if the 10-year bond yield continues to jump higher, that could also affect the price on rates. But uh, which the yield did move up this week also. But generally speaking, mortgage rates are going to stay, for the most part, pretty low. Economists predict there's going to be a slight increase in foreclosures when this moratorium ends, but it is not expected to dampen the market very much. The high credit quality on these mortgages we're seeing uh, in the last 10 years is much stronger today versus what it was you know, before the 2008 crash. We're marching into the post-forbearance stretch with a record-breaking undersupply of real estate for sale. So values and demand should remain robust. Uh, renters are flocking to home ownership. They are taking advantage of the low fixed rates they can lock in today and never worry about the landlord raising their rent again. And, you know, Joe, that's amazing because really to purchase a home might be cheaper than renting a home for the first time in decades i would say oh, yeah. and uh also you get the tax advantages of deducting your interest and in, uh, uh taxes off that off it too and it's just a great time to buy a house yes and check out some of our podcasts on how to make your how how to make your home pay for itself there are so many ideas simple things you can do to even uh lower your cost and save more money even when you own your house you have a lot more options to do that Home buyers, here's another trend. Home buyers who were thinking about downsizing, well, they've changed their minds. The parent, their parents, their children, they're all moving back in with them. And now these families are taking a unique opportunity to expand their current living space by renovating the current home they're living in or buying a larger home. And just real quick, uh, it is it, it is a great opportunity to, to buy up. So many of my clients have done it. Even they're they're getting the most uh, equity right now. They're selling at the highest price they've ever been able to sell. Yes, they're having to buy a house that's also priced higher, 
the key that's making the 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 um, move up work for them are the low rates because it's costing them a fraction of what it would cost per month to do that today rather than even two years ago. Uh, it's a sunny day and joyful hike going into this coming year, but keep your eyes on the skies. Financial weather systems like negative change in the job market, change in the tax system that can send us looking for some financial shelter. So keep your eye on the sky. Some of my mortgage clients like Noah and Nora, uh, Nora Nowling, who ended up buying the home where they were renting from their landlord, well, they used down payment assistance. They got in for less than $1,000 down. They locked in a nice low fixed rate mortgage, and they began immediately making payments that go to building their wealth instead of somebody else's. That's a winning situation we're seeing a lot Another one is uh, other winners are people who make the call and explore the best way to cash in on a refinance to a lower their mortgage rate, shorten the term, or roll in higher interest rate debt to this low fixed rate mortgage. Those are winners, too. And uh, like the Bartons I've talked about on the air who erased over 10 years off their mortgage and kept the payment about the same. But what do you want to accomplish with your mortgage? Make your plan, work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do it today. Connect with me, jogarner.com. That's Joe Garner at jogarner.com, 901-482-0354. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Tom King of Bill King Appraisal uh, Service, appraisal company. Tom has got some very unique insights as to what uh, on what's going on in our local greater Memphis area on values and what his views are, where we are and where we're going to be going in 2021. And uh, give us um, connect with us at jogarner.com. We can't ask him to call because we don't right. have any phones today. So we'll see well, you, you can, guys. You can text to Joe and th- that might work. Yeah, give we, me a text at 901-482-0354. We'll try to answer your questions. We appreciate our listeners and we'll see you guys back in just a moment. Hi, I'm Miranda Griffin with Healthy Mid-South in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. All right. <laughs> You're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. And we're talking about what's ahead on the real estate and financing trail in 2021, setting the best course, walking 500 miles, a thousand miles. I don't know if we'd have to walk that far in Memphis. Well, my shoes weren't made for that. <laughs> Neither was my body. <laughs> but uh, we've got, we've got uh, Tom King in the house today. He is our expert appraisal, appraisal expert. And we're going to take a moment right now. And I know our phones are out. This is, uh, today is January 9th, 2021. But Tom, Let's just go ahead and tell people that you can go to jogarner.com. You can check out our blog posts. A lot of them have some great trivia and a lot more information than what we share on the air from Jimmy Ogle. Our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is brought to you by Memphis historian Jimmy Ogle. Twelve of his Memphis history lectures entitled Making Memphis Storytelling by Jimmy Ogle may be viewed by Googling Jimmy Ogle Pink Palace. 
uh, or you can go to jimmyogle.com, jimmyogle.com. The Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is sponsored by John and Jennifer Lawhon of Lawhon Landscape, 901-754-7474. The Lawhons can help you plan your landscaping if you have a really big project or maybe a smaller project, or you can take that big project in phases. All right, so um, since we don't have any phones right now, Tom, I'm going to turn it over to you. What's our <laughs> trivia today? All right, here's the question. Who am I? I said, uh, some hints. I guess we need hints, don't mm-hmm. we? I was built in downtown Memphis in 1923. I was placed on the National Register of Historic Places in 1979. I overlooked the Cossett Library to see the Mississippi River to the west, and this, is, this will really uh, show it. Uh, give it away. My name derives from a charitable organization that helps children with burns and other things. And they've been advertising a lot on TV here recently, too. And the answer is? What is the answer? Oh, you you say it. Okay. It's the Shrine Building. That's right. Did I win $25 from the Lawhons? I don't well, think so. <laughs> well, they there. saved 25 bucks today. So, uh, <laughs> Sorry yeah, about that. That's good for them. But um it served as the headquarters of the Alchemia Shrine, a group of Shriners. It was listed on the historical places in 1979. It was converted to apartments in 1981 and was converted again to a house in 75 condo, condominium apartments. It was designed by architects Joan and Fur, Furbringer. So uh, <laughs> that's right. pretty cool. we got a whole lot of trivia. If you check out jogarner.com, go to our blog post and power podcast uh tab you can just check them out and uh, a lot of good history from jimmy ogle all right tom let's get back to where are we right now on our real estate trends where we are and where do you see us going in 2021 all right where we've been is the most amazing market i think i've ever seen and um, i believe that where we're going is to stay on this path um, in nineteen and in, in two thousand five, there was a there was definitely a bubble in the market. Uh, mortgage, uh, you could get one hundred and twenty five percent loan to value, no document loans. If if you had a what a pulse yeah. uh, and a, a heartbeat and a breath, you could you could get a loan. Uh, I tell people that I, I could write a value on a napkin and they probably make a loan on it. Oh no, that was now that's not now. That not, was that's over not ten now. years ago. And. Uh, but what we have now is real, and what I mean by real, it's real people spending real money, uh, real mortgages. Uh, I mean the 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 days of two thousand five are, are over, and uh, the the quality of the loans is good, and and uh, it's it's incredible. Now, what I'm seeing right now is uh, I do all sorts of appraisals, and one of them is called a desk top appraisal and that's one that i don't even get in my car and drive to the house mm-hmm. uh, they just want i think a picture of the market using what you have available at the time um, in november i did like six of them and in december i did 17 and i think i'm i've done like i've got like 13 or 14 to do so far this month oh so my it's, goodness. it's it's that has really picked up and that tells me that there's probably those are probably going to be possible foreclosures and the bank wants to see where they stand mm-hmm. on it so you're seeing an uptick in that a, a big uptick in that so i think there's going to be a uh an increase in foreclosures uh definitely and that's the the bad news the good news i think this market's going to snatch them up so fast yes that it's 
you're not even going to blink. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. These houses are are going to come on the market, and um, you know, I, I, I was in a house in a, and they're all over. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a foreclosure in in the Cordova area uh, this week, and uh, you know, they're, they're everywhere. And and for those of you, if there's anybody out there that has had a really hard time this past year, and you're just struggling, and you think you're going to lose your house, let me. Let me suggest that you call 888-995-HOPE. That's 888-995-HOPE. And those are some counselors that are available nationwide to try to help you mitigate, help you with the lender to mitigate it and try to prevent having to go into foreclosure. I just wanted to add that for and, those out there who no are bank, struggling. No bank wants to put their house a house in foreclosure because everybody loses. And uh, I guess the best thing you could say is, if if you feel like you're you're you are behind on your house note and things look a little bleak, call call you call the bank. You be right. proactive. The mortgage company, yes, and, and say here, you know, how can we work this out? Right. And you know, if you don't ask, nobody's going to do it. But if you if you hide in a closet, uh, bad things may happen. Yeah, we just wanted to reach out to those who are struggling, but. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. It sounds to me like our national averages are, are happening right here in Memphis as well, and that is we are going to see some foreclosures in, on the increase once the moratorium from the CARES Act ends. That's right. That's right. And, uh, you know, all this is going to – people ask me, you know, what's going to happen, what's going to happen? And I tell them, I don't know what's going to happen nationally. You know, I'm a Memphis appraiser. And, yeah. <laughs> you know – and I think with the number of people moving to Memphis, for whatever reason, uh, the demand that we have, uh, all that is, I don't see much change in our market. I think uh, you, you just said earlier that the interest rates are going to remain relatively stable. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the that's the biggest thing that's that's going, that's going to drive our market is these stable interest rates. And I think that's a wonderful thing. So uh, uh, I, I see a... a a real good prospect for the Memphis market. Now, you know, I, I, I'm not an expert in other markets, so I can't. I'm not going to speak to them. <laughs> well, we've we've heard. Uh, I'm I'm getting texts now from some of our listeners. Ed Hill of uh, Masters Roofing says, "I thought about interest rates being higher with landlords who have old mortgages and higher rates and have to charge more versus a renter buying now." at lower rates and payments, or landlords buying now at lower rates and payments. Uh, so, um, Ed, uh, since you're texting, our phones are out. Thank you for texting. I'm not sure exactly what you're saying there, but I'm assuming you're saying that if landlords are able to buy these properties at lower rates, would that equate to lower rent? What would you say about that, Tom? I would say, I'll give you the long answer. I would say no, <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> because it doesn't have anything to do with the demand for the rental properties. Uh, the demand for rental properties is is strong. Rental values are going up, uh, and it the fact that the landlords might refinance and save a little money that's that goes in their pocket, and that, mm-hmm. that's why you you say you make a, a loan payment whether it's yours or someone else's <laughs> uh, when you rent, and that's that's indicative of what's what would happen with that. Well, um, let me ask you this: What are some um, what are the, some of the most popular ideas that you see, Tom, that homeowners are using to increase the value in their home today? Well, it's funny. I was at a house uh, yesterday, 
And he says, the guy says, I'm a pool guy. I put in pools. And we're standing next to a probably a $100,000, $125,000 pool. And uh, he goes, what is a pool worth? And this was a very nice home in the upper price range. And uh, I said, you know what? I said, people put in a pool to enjoy mm-hmm. their life mm-hmm. and their life quality in their home. Mm-hmm. And I say, put in a pool for that reason, and whatever it brings back uh, will be gravy for you. Now, for someone that lives in the in their house two years, that could be a that could be a. Uh, you do not get dollar for dollar no, back return on putting you, a pool you, in. You do not, and uh, uh, and even the pool guy said, well. You know, if you spend one hundred twenty-five thousand on the pool, what's what's it worth? And and I talked to another appraiser uh, yesterday too about a pool, and uh, you know, we we agreed that in the very best circumstances, uh, about half value would be We're, would be close to that. Now, the best thing you could do is put money in your kitchen yeah. and your baths and things like that. Kitchen baths, right? And that's going to get you uh, upgrading if your neighborhood is already upgraded yes. and you're not, things like you know, that. Upgrade your flooring, too. There's some wonderful flooring out there. Awesome. Well, now, um, real quick, what repair items need to be done before closing? I know you've mentioned before that mortgage underwriters tend to require repairs dealing with the safety, security, sanitation of the home. Um, these, um, If you don't take care of these types of repairs, the you're, you may end up in a second round of negotiations if you're trying to sell your home between you and the buyer, and it might kill the transaction. But what are some things that you see that underwriters tend to want done before closing? All right. Before you buy or, or sell a house, number one, look around the house. You'd be amazed how many times I would I would look at look at a house and, and say, ma'am, did you know that you've got three shingles missing off your mm-hmm. roof? Rotted wood. Rotted wood. Uh, now, usually they can see right of wood, but most people don't look at their house. They no. don't look at what they what my father calls the blind side of it, to you know the side you don't ever see, and uh, take a good look at it from all sides, and you know check things out. Look for rotted wood, uh, shingles that are loose or missing, or things like that. It may be a, it's a whole lot easier to correct that stuff when it's not raining. Electrical, plumbing, HVAC problems. Um, um, Broken glass. Yes, one of the drainage thing, problems. One of the things I saw was, you know, uh, heating systems, gas heat systems have to be vented, and the the heater was here, and the the vent was two feet away, and I said, no, that's a deal breaker. We can't uh-huh. we can't look the other way on that. That's, right. That's throwing carbon monoxide all into the attic of the house and everywhere else. It's a, that's one of those things that has to be fixed. Right. Great information, Tom King. How do we contact you, Tom? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. We're about to go to break. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can catch me right here locally in the Memphis area at Sierra Pacific Mortgage on Timber Creek in Cordova. You can uh, you call me, 901-482-0354. When we come back, I'm going to be sharing some more trends and things to look for and how to set yourself up how to set yourself up to win in 2021. And we'll see you guys back in just a moment. Sierra Pacific Mortgage Company, Inc., NMLS 1788, licensed in Arkansas, 23921, licensed by the Mississippi Department of Banking and Consumer Finance, 1788, licensed in Tennessee, 109426, 46, Timber Creek Drive, Cordova, Tennessee, 38018, equal housing lender. Hi, I'm Mark McLaurin at Refrigeration Unlimited in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. All right. Well, you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and uh, we're just listening to a little Roy Rogers and Dale Evans, Evans. Rogers. That's Happy right. trails to you. 
Well, and no, to, please don't sing it. Oh, I, I will try not to sing <laughs> okay. it, Tom. I, <laughs> I need to keep my day job. Well, I've heard you sing. You try not to sing all the time. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Yeah. Well. Of course, you haven't heard my voice either, so <laughs> the bucket hadn't been made that can carry that too. <laughs> well, today uh, we're talking about what's ahead on the real estate and financing trail in 2021, setting the best course. And uh, Tom has. Um, shared some great information in the last segment. If you missed it, you can go Monday to jogarner.com, click our blog post and power podcast tab, and you can pick up this show and a lot more. But uh, I'm in the mortgage business, been in the mortgage business over 30 years. And Tom, I have never seen a market like this, never have even heard of a market like this. I call it the big, the terrific trifecta is what I, I call it, the terrific trifecta. We're experiencing for the first time a historic trifecta in the real estate market. All at the same time, we have seen the lowest mortgage rates ever in our known history for the United States. Secondly, house values continue in the middle of this to, con- to climb, just creating more equity than homeowners could have even dreamed about a few years ago. And thirdly, the housing market in the middle of all this is robust. It is running at a fast pace. So it is exciting. It uh, you know you need to cinch up your boot laces and strap on your backpack and 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 it's going to be a really fast hike into and, and, 2021. And you know the the housing market carries so many other things. You know when you buy a house, you buy a refrigerator, you buy That's uh, right. furniture, uh, you buy a swing set to put in the backyard, <laughs> or a trampoline so your kid can fall and break his arm or something like that. <laughs> Homeowner's yeah. insurance. Yes, that's right. <laughs> but uh, uh, it does carry a lot of things. And uh, I think, in my personal opinion, I think the housing market is driving this economy in a, in a great way. Yes, it is. It You know, you've got 30 or 40 product and service sectors that benefit from when someone buys a home or that's when right. someone renovates a home. It, it creates that drive into these other sectors. But, um, you know, let's talk about how homeowners and home buyers can both win in this market. Well, we're experiencing a buyer's market and a seller's market all at the same time. The main driver for buyers is the record low mortgage rates. I mean, these savvy buyers know that if they can win at getting their offer accepted to purchase a home, they can lock in a record low interest rate that will give them a low mortgage payment for as long as they own that property, up to 30 years on that mortgage. While rents are going up every year all around these buyers, they can enjoy a fixed principal and interest rate payment, freeing up more and more cash as incomes go up, but the principal and interest payment on the mortgage stays the same. It's a wealth builder. An example of where both the buyer and seller wins in the transaction was a story that I briefly alluded to earlier in this show where Noah and Nora uh, Nowling were able to buy the house where they already were uh, living. They bought the house from their landlord. The landlord was, was thrilled. He got a higher price for the home than he could not even see happening a few years ago. The Nowlings locked in a historically low fixed-rate mortgage with a better-than-affordable payment, and now, uh, and that's not their real name. I always ch- change a little bit about the the story to protect privacy of my clients. But the Nowlings are now um, they've they they've already had their first child. They have another one on the way. They're so excited. They own their own home. Landlord is is thrilled. He's got he's sold the house, got more money than he thought. But the main profit for the seller is really 
clear. Home values are still moving up, as you have talked about, Tom. Realtor.com reported nationally year over year. We're seeing the median home price increase year over year by like 15%. Now, they've talked about concerns that uh, this is may, it may be making our real estate market unaffordable, but they're using the median home price as a benchmark for calculations, and the median home price is not how we in the mortgage business determine affordability. One thing we have learned about this market in 2020, what we've just been through, is that more homes nationwide were sold on the higher-priced end of the spectrum than the lower-priced end of the spectrum, and that skews your median home price number. The number we need to look at to determine a pre, uh, um, affordability is appreciation. And if you do the formula for appreciation, it's only up 7%. And our incomes rose about 5%. So that is not an affordability crisis. At least for right now, it, it is looking really good still because it's not the median home price that we use. It's appreciation. Based on appreciation and income factors, the picture of the road ahead looks a lot rosier. Home values are being pushed up by a number of factors, and you also talked about this, Tom King. Two of the biggest reasons our home values are continuing to climb is because of the low inventory. There's just not enough homes for sale on the market out there, and supply and demand kicks in. You don't, you have a huge demand because of rates and, and that, but you don't have the supply. It is common to have multiple offers to buy a home within less than three days. Uh, there's just not enough homes to meet that demand, and uh, buyers are trying to beat the clock on grabbing these mortgage rates. And, you know, you really need a good agent that can that can negotiate with you and find out what the seller needs. It may not always be money. Right. Uh, negotiate uh, possession dates and things like that to uh, make that offer good. You know, Tom, that's right, and you want to be prepared, you want to be pre-approved in 2021, but don't just do mediocre. Let's let's play strategy here. Let's get a strong pre-approval. Let's really be prepared. One way that home buyers can win if you're trying to buy a house, you need to know before you ever contact the lender or the realtor, what is your comfort, your personal comfort level on a monthly mortgage payment? What is your personal comfort level on how much money you can pay down when you want to buy your house? Stay within that shelter zone. And for the most effective strategy, uh, what we're seeing from the mortgage desk, buyers who are prepared with a very strong pre-approval letter win the competitive bidding game Bidding game many times, even if they didn't make the highest offer price. Yeah, that's a starting point. That's, that's the number mm-hmm. one thing you have to do. You do want to make your highest and best offer. But if you're going in with very strong letter from the lender saying you've your income, your assets, your credit has already been reviewed, you're getting approved eligible from their their uh, mortgage uh, uh, underwriting software, that's a whole lot better than what we call a Swiss cheese letter. <laughs> we call it a Swiss cheese letter when you just have a letter that says, well, they're pre-qualified, but there's we haven't seen anything. We just... They haven't looked at credit. They haven't looked at income. That's a Swiss cheese letter. You you want a it's whole lot better holes. than us. Yeah, it's <laughs> full of holes. You don't want a Swiss cheese letter. You want a strong pre-approval letter because a lot of sellers they're ready to move. They need to move. They may be looking for the surest offer, not necessarily the highest offer. So play to that strategy. Um, let's talk about putting together a winning strategy for you or someone that you know. What do you want to accomplish with your mortgage? 
please give me a call. I have an awesome team over at Sierra that I work with, and they will take good care of you. It allows me the time to talk with you all day long, even after hours. Let's work these scenarios. If you're buying a house, if you are trying to refinance, and I had, I've had a number of people say, Joe, can you run a formula to see how long it's going to take me to recapture my cost? Can you run a formula to see if I refinance now at this rate and I only have 15 years left on my mortgage, which way is going to make me the most money over the shortest amount of time? We have those formulas. I have those formulas. I would love to work with you on that. Um, that's right, Joe. And, you know, getting back to this market, it's it. I'm seeing some amazing things because I, I get a copy of the contract and some people are bidding, obviously bidding over list price. Uh, one of them I think I talked about earlier uh, in an earlier show was uh, the house was listed for around 200 and they said, we're, we're going to pay 212000 We're offering 212000 Not only are we offering that, but we'll pay uh, $12,000 over the appraisal up to that point. So if it, the house appraises it, oh my goodness. appraises <laughs> it like, you know, 198, then they're they they're committed in the contract to mm-hmm. paying two twelve, and uh, that's the kind of offer that uh, a, a buyer a seller would look at and say, I think I'll take that. Uh-huh. And uh, you know uh-huh. it, the the appraisal came in somewhere between. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but the house is going to sell for two twelve, uh-huh. and uh, you know that's a a, a real good uh, indication as to what's going on. Uh, uh, we talked about possession dates. Find out when that seller wants to mm-hmm. move and accommodate him on on that. Because you know a, a, a high offer with a you know say get out in two weeks uh, may not be may not be that uh, attractive to a seller. So all these things are uh, are are really uh, key to trying to get it. And a good agent will help you negotiate those those terms and yes. say you know look at how much cash you have and. Uh, you know, the the toughest thing is sometimes these appraisals don't come out. They're mm-hmm. just, you know, there's we, we have to look in the rearview mirror as, as appraisers to mm-hmm. see what's sold in the past and not what's in the future. A relocation appraisal sort of looks into the future and we can make adjustments on that, but we can't do that on a on a mortgage loan. And I, I talked to uh, people and they said, Agents, they say, well, someone's willing to buy it. And I said, yeah, but I got to fill out the form. Yeah, there you (laughs) You go. (laughs) Well, you know, in the least contingencies you have on your offer to the seller as a buyer, the better you're going to be. We can look at uh, taking out the contingency of selling your home. Um, Like Tom said, negotiate possession dates and think, think like a seller. If you're a buyer, think like a seller. What would you want? What would be attractive to you if you were the seller when you're making your offer as a buyer? I know. And, and picture that seller there with eight to ten offers that come in in two days. And they say, what's going to make yours stand out? Why, right. is, it, why is he going to pick yours? There you go. Well, you know, all very good stuff. And if you're a seller, I can't say enough about this. Why don't go ahead and look around your house, maybe even get a pre-listing inspection to see what repairs would probably be required by a lender. Go ahead and do those because one of the biggest deal killers is after you've agreed on everything and then 10 days later the appraisal comes back and now you've got to go through another round of negotiating on who's going to pay for the repairs, who's going to do this or that. Go ahead and already have that done if you're a seller so that you can skip the second negotiation and get right to the closing. But we're getting ready to go to break 
And I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. I would love to be yours. Connect with me at jogarner.com. Tom King of Bill King Appraisal Company is in the house. And how do we contact you, Tom? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC and 92.1 FM. Hi, I'm Rob Drawn. And I'm Shelley Rothman of Griffin Clift Everton and Mashmeyer Law Firm in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now back to your host, Joe Garner. All right, you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. I would love to be yours, love to be on your journey to buy a home or refinance. Connect with me at jogarner.com. Give me a shout. I would love to just hear your story, 901-482-0354. In the studio, we have Tom King, our appraisal expert. And Tom, how do we contact you? you give me a call at 901-487-6989, and it's time for the... The real, real estate, estate tip of the tip. week. Okay, We're Tom. stretching this. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Bing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I've got one. Oh, good. <laughs> All right. So right now, because we have a private mortgage insurance, a lot of people have private mortgage insurance on their mortgage. And, it and is, that's for people that maybe had a 95% loan to value or something Right, 90% loan to value. Anything over 80% loan to value, if they have a conventional loan, uh, they're going to have probably some private mortgage insurance on there. There's some programs where the lender pays it. Of course, they pay a higher interest rate for that. Or there's some programs where they've paid it up front and there's not anything monthly. Nothing you can do about that. But if you're paying private mortgage insurance on a conventional loan, not FHA, not USDA, um, and you may at this point want to take a look and see where is your value versus what you owe on your mortgage. Because if your mortgage balance is less than 78% of whatever the uh, the going value is today, and you've been paying on your private mortgage insurance for at least um, 12 to 24 months, and you've been making your payments on time, it's a very good chance you can get rid of that PMI, that private mortgage insurance. You have to contact your lender that's servicing your loan. They may want to charge you a fee to have an appraisal done. But, hey, if you can get rid of that private mortgage insurance per month uh, now instead of having to wait for three or four more years, that's money saved. That's right. That's right. And, you know, Joe, we were talking about people moving into town. And I heard of I, I used to hang out at the Fayette County Airport. And I heard I was talking to a guy and he goes, I'm from Michigan. And I said, well, why did you move here? And uh, he said it was real easy. He said, I put a snowblower in the back of my truck. And I just drove south till till someone stopped me and said, "What's that thing?" <laughs> and and uh, you know, and uh, he said, "I said this is where I want to be." <laughs> he's, he's, uh, you know, I ask people a lot is, that move here from up north. They say, "How long did it take for your blood to thin out?" <laughs> you know? And I said, and they all say it didn't take long. I said, but the summers are a little warm. But yes, uh, they are. Uh, the winters are so nice down here. I said, oh my. <laughs> Oh, that is so funny. Well, you know, Tom, that is true. A lot of people love Memphis. In fact, last year we had a couple of our real estate mortgage shop shows where we were uh, talking about mainstream media talking about Memphis is the place to be. 
Mm-hmm. And one of the um, one of the national anchors, even when they were signing off their their news segment there on television, she yelled over to the cameraman. She said, "Hey." I want to live in Memphis because <laughs> they were talking about how our appreciation is good. We have a stable, uh, a stable real estate market, and affordable housing, affordable housing. We've always, even the, with the values going up, we still have very affordable, affordable housing. housing and a good uh, quality of living. That's right. So we have a really good balance there. It's a good rental market. It's a good home buyers market. So, uh, man. You know, Buy in Memphis. You know, Joe, when I uh, do relocation appraisals, people are moving out of Memphis to another town, and they've lived here a couple of years, and, and uh, they say, well, how about it? And, then, and they say, well, is it... I was surprised, you know, <laughs> said, this is a really neat place to live, you know. A lot of good things about That's Memphis. Right. We love Memphis. Well, you know, Talk Shop is in Memphis, and we offer free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate, business, or health and wellness. Talk Shop meets every Wednesday, 9 to 10 a.m. Central on Zoom. You can go to talkshop.com, that's talkshoppe.com, and click on the Events tab. This Wednesday, Kurt Lau of Dream Trips is presenting a class on Zoom etiquette, the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> You'll love Kurt. He's a teacher and uh, as well, so he's great at teaching. He's fun. So join us at Talk Shop every Wednesday. Talk Shop events are free to our public, thanks to supporters like Tim Gilliland of BackupRx.com. When you need to recover your lost data on your computer, you can feel thankful when you can call Tim at BackupRx.com and just simply download all your data, recover your files. Thank you to Talk Shop sponsor Mary Lou Novak, owner of Mid-South Home Helpers, for providing non-medical assistance to help your aging or handicapped loved ones stay comfortably and safely in their home. Contact Mary Lou Novak, 901-414-9696. And thank you to Bill Emmerling of Vesta Points. Uh, Consult with Bill about setting up a special needs trust for your loved ones so they can be well cared for even when you you are no longer able to help them. Talk with Bill Emmerling, 901-570-0546. Go to vestapoints.org. And what's for dinner, Tom? Let's support our local family-owned restaurants this weekend. absolutely. Yes. Subscribe. Get our uh, Real Estate Mortgage Shop podcast with show notes. We'll throw some pictures in there. You can see our magic binoculars. You can do that. Subscribe at jogarner.com. Real Estate Mortgage Shop uh, reminds you to make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do do it it today. today. Got a couple of quotes here, Tom, real quick. Uh, J.R.R. Tolkien, he's the one that wrote Fellowship of the Lord of the Rings. He says, not all those who wander are lost. Not all those who wander are lost. And then there's Stephen Wright, and I love this one. He says, Everywhere is in walking distance if you have the time. That's right, Joe. And you, you talked about supporting your local restaurants, and, and that's a great thing. But, you know, I, I personally like to do what I what I call a COVID tip. Mm-hmm. You know, if the restaurants are down to 25%, that waitress is not making the money that they need. And right. so um, forget about 15, 10, 15%. Leave, leave a little extra on the right. table Absolutely. for those waitresses that, that are uh, that are fighting too. And, and that may help the restaurant a little bit, but uh, um, help, help that way too. You know, I love that, Tom. You know, we've got to think about those who have been hard hit by this, this past year. Let's 
let's be generous to the core. Let's let's try to help them out. Today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, we've been talking about what's ahead on the real estate and financing trail in 2021, setting the best course. If you missed this radio show and you're driving down the road, you can go to jogarner.com. Click on the blog post and power podcast tab. This show will be up Monday. There are a lot of archive shows of ours on there now. You can listen to now a lot of good trivia, a lot of good uh, real estate information, some great co-hosts sharing their wisdom. And uh, Tom, anything else you want to you want to share? Well, you know, Joe, one of the things that we're talking about trends is I think office space is going to be a big trend. Uh, what I'm saying is this work at home thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's here to stay. I, I do too. And uh, I've gone to a high rise office, and usually I'm the only person in the elevator. Uh, and and uh, uh, I think that's going to be one of the one of the downturns, so to speak. I think you're absolutely right. Well, thank you to our listeners. We love you. We're looking forward to talking with you next week. Subscribe for Real Estate Mortgage Shop podcast, blog post, and pictures at jogarner.com. And connect with me. I'm Joe Garner, your mortgage officer at 901-482-0354, jogarner.com. And we'll see you guys back next Saturday. Honey, you love better than money in the bank.